Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your hope up, then help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. What's up, Mains? It is Wednesday, March 28, 2018, 9 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Uh, I would like to welcome the shot to my batter and wall, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. Mr. Jonathan, how are you, Mains? Hey, May, what's going on, May? How you doing? What's going on over there? I got, I got to tell you something. I, I, I think this is funny. I'm not sure if anybody else will think this is funny. Anyways, uh, if you don't mind, you, you know, it'll, it'll take two seconds. Go ahead. Uh, all right. So I, 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 I posted some. I, I posted something. You know, um, uh, on some stupid news article. I don't know what I posted, but regardless, somebody um, responded to it, and it was a very strange response. And uh, okay. you know, I don't know why I put, I put my I put my I put my cell phone number on my Facebook anyway, uh, and, and that's a prelude. Oh so, my God! Uh, it's, it's a woman, and she says something like, um, "I found your post very interesting. I'd like to speak with you." Anyway, she texts me because she got my phone on you know my phone number for my Facebook, and she, <laughs> I think she's like a Russian bot or something like that. I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't I don't even know if she's real to be honest with you. So she sends me like like pictures. I don't even talk to her. You know, I don't even say anything. And um, and she asked me for a picture back. And and um, almost almost for the last three nights, she's been like texting me. I I just say hello basically. I don't really engage in conversation. She asked me for a picture back, and uh, so I sent her a picture of myself. I don't know if you've ever seen it on my Facebook with um, the moose and the bear. Uh, and while I was uh-huh. in Canada, I was celebrating like the 100th anniversary of Canada. And I said, this is me with my two friends. And, <laughs> and there's been no response. No response. Since, no response. Since, and that's exactly what I wanted. I didn't want her to keep texting me anymore. Otherwise, I'm going to have to block her. But, uh, so I'm going to use this photo for everything now that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> you should, like, uh, make a poster out of it and frame it and bring it to jury duty. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring it to work. I'm going to put it on my front door. I'll make a cutout cardboard of it. Uh, I think I'm going to do this from now on. It... <laughs> I literally think there's... You like, know you could just block. There. You, you could just block the block woman. Her. I'm going to block her. I'll block her tonight. If she continues after that photo, I will be shocked. I will be shocked. I'll be like, there must be something wrong with this person. There must be something seriously wrong with her. <laughs> what was the comment? What was the comment that you made on the news article? It was a, it, well, it was a, uh, I'm sorry to say, it was a pro-Trump comment on a news article. And uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know where she came from. 
I think she's a Russian bot. I honestly do think she's a Russian bot. <laughs> so <laughs> this is the first time I've heard a uh, pro-Trump person uh, uh, talk about uh, there actually being Russian bots. <laughs> I think there are Russian bots. I, I don't think there's any doubt to it. I mean, there are Russian bots, uh, and they did kind of interfere with the, I think, the mind frame of people before the election. Um, but I, I don't know why these Russian bots would continue to troll a pro-Trump person. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, well, I mean, it's because it's uh, it's 2018, and they're they're shaking in their bootuses. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. But uh, anyways, I thought that was funny. It's, it's uh, very bizarre, and now I'm creeped out, actually, by people. So it just makes me more <laughs> want to be a single person for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think you'll have any problem with that. <laughs> but I don't think I'll have any problem that with good. that either. That was good. I like that. Anyway, sorry. What's going on with your life, man? Uh, oh man, just uh, oh boy. Uh, well, um, uh, you know the band Bleachers? Yeah, I love them. They're a great band. You, you love them? I didn't know that. Yeah, I do like them. I uh, they, what was it? They got this song. Take the money. Take the money. Uh, they got this song, uh, Roller Coaster, Roller Coaster, oh no. They're good. You're, I like I mean, th- that, that's, that's not how those songs go, and I think you just sang <laughs> the same exact tune to each of them. But, uh, I, I mean, for all I know, you were just Googling it. Um, but no, I'll, I'll I like trust the bleachers. You. I like them. <laughs> the bleachers. Um, well, you know, the guy in it... Um, you know that he used to be the bassist for Fun, right? You told me that uh, I think a month or so back. I had no idea. I'm still amazed by that fact. Actually, that's great. Oh, okay. Yes. So Jack Antonoff, and you know he dated uh, Lena Dunham for years. So uh, all I gotta say about that Ugh. is uh, she must be Ugh. she must be really funny. She must be really funny. <laughs> um. <laughs> But uh, and and I mean, he, so what? What I, I when I looked at like I was like I want to see them in concert. They're apparently amazing live. Their unplugged album is really great. Uh, so I um, looked up like where are they touring and whatever, and they are on tour with Pink this summer, um, or they're on tour Ooh. now with Pink, and so they're just they're opening for Pink, and and. I love Pink. I've seen Pink. I saw her at Oakdale even before she was flying around, and um, uh, that she's great. Good for them. But I wanted a, a dedicated Bleacher show. I didn't want to see them just open for somebody. So um, right. I looked into it and I found that one of the only uh, dates that's just them is this coming Friday in uh, Portland, in Portland, Maine. So. Uh, I suggested to uh, <laughs> I suggested to B Marsh that we go, and he uh, he agreed to it. Uh, and yeah. Uh, uh, so so yeah, we're gonna go uh, on Friday, and uh, and then uh, yeah. stay through the through through Sunday. <laughs> Why? Wow, 
Okay, so you're you're enthused about this. I'm very excited about this. You know, Maine's a great state. Uh, I hope you have a great time. I went to a wedding there, and that was it. And uh, it was a beautiful state. Great band. My mom saw them uh, uh, probably about a month ago. I think oh, they were yeah. touring with Fall Out Boy, and, and they opened up. And she said she was so impressed mm-hmm. by them. You know, she has no idea who these. She has no idea who these bands are. She has no idea. Right. But uh, you know, she <laughs> but she said she was most impressed by Bleachers. That would uh, that would make sense. Yeah, they're they're amazing live. I remember you saying that. Um, but given what you know about my friendship with Beamars, this is the first time that we're uh, actually traveling on a weekend together. Oh my uh, God. How do you think that's How do you think that's going to go? This could be the end of the friendship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. What do you, why? What do you think is going to happen? I I think. You know, I think you guys are going to love the concert, but hate Maine. And there's uh, just not a whole lot to do in Maine. I mean, what, what, what's going to do in Maine? Get, get lots of rolls? But it is and I'm not going to do that. State. What are you going to do? Yeah, I'm not having, I'm not having no lobster either. So I, I don't know. And, you know, I don't. And also, uh, B. Marsh's roommate sent him recommendations. And two of them out of five of them, were were a winery and a distillery, and I'm like, uh, uh, ahem, you can't do that. Ahem, I can't do that. And then I was like, well, uh, I guess you can get wasted on your own. And then he said, yeah, that sounds good, but that doesn't sound that sounds terrible. So uh, it's uh, it's it's going to be a time. And we're I've never stayed in an Airbnb before. He's like the king of the Airbnbs. We're staying in an Airbnb. I don't know what's going to happen. It looks I I looked at pictures. It looked like the kind of place where people might come and kill us in the middle of the night. <laughs> I think you guys will have a good time. I think it'll uh, the concert's going to be great. I don't I just don't know what you guys are going to do in May, but it's going to be it, it's beautiful. You guys should go check out nature. Nature rocks. Mean. <laughs> well, we he did text me, uh, are we bringing our running gear to Portland? And I said, yes, of course. So at least there's, so uh, you know, I guess we'll be running somewhere. Probably oh, from see, the that murderers. Would be good. That would yeah. Be good. And, 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 um, and the bears. Watch out for the bears. There's a lot of bears over there. Um, oh, yeah? We stayed in some place. We stayed in some place. It was like called the I think it was called like Bear Inn or something like that. And it was for, this, for this, my my friend's wedding, and uh, you know we got so trashed the night before the wedding. First of all, we did many bad things, but the, one of the one of the many bad things we did was they had like this what? they had like this model bear. They had like this model bear in the um, the, the inn the the area. So what I did was I took the bear, and for some reason I think the second floor had a shared bathroom. What I did was I went into the bathroom. I put the bear in the shower stall, and I covered it up with the drinks. Oh, my God. So uh, the next morning, I heard a, a lady scream, and <laughs> it woke me up, and I assumed it was because of the bear. We did many things. We actually went into the kitchen that night uh, at, like, 3 in the morning, and we started to cook on the grill, and we ate, like, half of the food that they were going to serve for the wedding. It was a very small wedding, but <laughs> we ate, like, half the food that they were going to serve. We ate, we ate the eggs. That we're going to be served for the breakfast in the morning. <laughs> um, wh- why were you doing all these terrible things to your friends? Well, we were quite trash, and uh, it was—I uh, don't know—we were just out of our minds. We were just 
nuts. We were going crazy in Maine. We were scared of the bears. There's a lot of bears out there. Be, be careful out there with the bears. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, um, so the uh, yeah, so uh, looking forward to that, I guess. But here's here's what complicates the start of it. Um, I yeah. had uh, gotten a great deal on a rental car on Priceline. Priceline negotiator. And um, great, I, great deal. And then by Menon. And then I uh, went to, uh, uh, so I went to book the car and I, I was like, oh, we're probably going to, you know, should leave at, at 9 a.m. or something on the Friday. So I booked it for 9 a.m. But let me tell you something. Last week during that um, yeah. snowstorm that we had had up here, uh, Wednesday, um, so what had happened was uh, Panic at the Disco had tweeted and Instagrammed out uh, two cryptic dates. I think it was 319 and 321. And on 319 or something, they announced that they were playing uh, like a secret show um, in Cleveland. And uh, I... So I look at the article that they announced this show. So this is two Sundays ago. Um, announced the show in Cleveland, and the article calls him Brandon Yuri. So I emailed the author, emailed the right the reporter, and I said, uh, "Issue." I said, uh, uh, "Error and panic!" Exclamation point. Story. And then in the body, I just said, "You call him Brandon. It's Brandon," and uh, <laughs> sent it. Then she wrote back and she said, oh, my God, Ryan. I don't know how she had my name either. I, I never signed it. I don't know how the fuck she knew my, what my name was. That's said, curious. Oh, my God. I know. Maybe it's your Russian bot troll girlfriend. The Russian so she bots says, are everywhere. <laughs> even in Cleveland. <laughs> so she writes, uh, that's, that's why they thought it was Brandon because she's Russian. So she writes back, uh, oh, my God, Ryan, you're so right. Um, not that it's any, she puts in like bold, not that it's any excuse, but we, we weren't expecting that this news in Cleveland, are you going to the show? So I wrote back to her, um, uh, uh well, unfortunately I, uh, you know, I don't think so cause I live in New York, but if you come across a special ticket, I'll be on the first flight to Cleveland. And, uh, and then she, she, she wrote back, uh, oh, you should just take a road trip or something. It was pretty clear that, you know, I just figured I'd give it a go. And um, right. then, uh, but then, of course, I looked up flights to, you know, how much it would be to, <laughs> to do a round trip to Cleveland. And uh, it was a lot of money. Um, but uh, yeah. then uh, on, so then Monday, they do the show in Cleveland and they mm-hmm. don't do any new music. And so everyone's expecting new music, but they didn't do any new music. Um, but then they announced at the Cleveland show that they were doing a show in Asbury Park that Wednesday. Ooh. So then that, it, become a, it became a little like, oh, shit, like that's pretty close. Um, but right. uh, it's, it's a small venue. It's actually, they did play the Stone Pony, which is the same place where Bleachers did their Unplugged album. Um, but uh, they, the way that they did this was you got to get in line, you got to get the ticket to the door. They fell out like immediately. So there was no, by the time we found out what venue it was, we were already, uh, you know, at work and there were already hundreds of people in line. So, um, didn't make it to Asbury Park either. Um, but the, the day of the snowstorm, they sent out, uh, 
Oh, it was like what they they said what time it was the news was gonna drop or whatever, and then uh, at what was it one p.m. that day I think one or two mm-hmm. I think one. Um, uh, they announced a summer arena tour. Um, they uh, released two new songs, one uh, video, oh one with a music video. They um, they were they played Fallon that night, and it's it's the best I've ever heard Brendan sound on a talk show. Um, I also uh, oh I also forgot to tell you I was uh, looking at the Periscope video that some fan was taking of the Cleveland show, and uh, mm-hmm. I was wondering who the new bassist would be because the old bassist Dallin um, he uh, he the old touring bassist anyway uh, he left. And so I was wondering who's going to replace him. And mm-hmm. the person who comes out on the base on this Periscope video is a lady. And I had no idea. Whoa. But there's a woman bassist now um, touring with Panic at the Disco, which is the first time that that's happened in 14 years. And so that, that was exciting. That Yeah, that's exciting. And um, so there was all this Panic news. And they keep playing these secret shows. Uh, you know, and they keep announcing the next show on posters at each previous show, uh, but didn't get to any of the secret shows. They have one tonight in um, Santa Ana, California. Also, there was one last night there. There's one in Milwaukee in between, one in Nashville before that. So there's all these secret shows and didn't make it to any. Um, but uh, they, said, they said, you know, if you pre-order the album, um, one of the packages or whatever uh, on PanicAtTheDisco.com, then you can get access to the pre-sale tickets. And if you if you order one of the bundles, then you can mm-hmm. get pre-sale access at 9 a.m. If you're low on cash, don't worry about it. Uh, still uh, give us your email, and then you have pre-sale access at 10.30 a.m. So, of course, mm-hmm. I bought the most expensive bundle bought the most expensive bundle there was, um, which, you know, all I needed was the, was the record. I didn't need anything else, the record and access to the pre-sale. So I definitely shouldn't have bought this comes with a whole like incense and a bomber jacket and all this stuff. I don't need, uh, but, um, so I bought the most expensive thing. I'm just thinking that, Oh, maybe this will increase my chances of getting better seats, which doesn't make any sense. So, uh, uh, the thing is, when I booked the Priceline trip uh, for Portland, I booked the car for 9 a.m. The, the pre-sale shit that I need goes on sale at 9 a.m. So I'm very stressed out that both of these yeah. things are happening at the same time. So what I figure I, I'll try and do is uh, I have Marsh meet me at the car place at 8 a.m. We'll try to get the car out you know, beforehand. I'll bring my laptop. We'll hook it up to the cell phone uh, hotspot so that I can, you know, order mm-hmm. tickets. So, so we'll so say that we get the car out at like eight fifteen or something. Say that they allow us to get the car early, and we start driving. Right. Pull over at like eight eight forty five or something. Uh, just hope there's good service around, and then uh, and then do the uh, order the tickets that way. Is that's like the only thing I can think of doing right now that doesn't push us uh, leaving uh, later uh, and and it's not so close Portland it's like five hours and 25 minutes without traffic and it's a holiday Friday and uh, you know so I figure that we should probably leave it you know nine at the latest so uh, I'm very stressed out about 9 a.m. on Friday 
I am very stressed out hearing this. I mean, this is a – so why happens if they don't give you the car, you know, until 9 o'clock? Then you're kind of stuck there, right, and doing it there. Well, I, You're going to have to do it in – Yeah. Yeah. I would do it there, but I can't do it in the garage because there's no service. I would have to do it, you know, outside. I think you're better off just doing it there. I don't think you should drive and pull over and do all those, I don't know, maneuvers. You don't know if the service is going to be good out there, blah, blah, blah. I, I would just do it there. What's this craziness to get on the road? Why, why are you so excited to get on the road there? Just because we want to be able to check into the air. We want to check into the Airbnb and not be late for the concert, you know, and all that shit. Nah, you'll, you'll put yourself so, down like a half an hour at the most. No good? Maybe, maybe. So you're saying? I'm sorry, I'm, sur- get I'm stressing to, you get, out more. No, no. You're saying so. You're saying like get to the car place at like eight thirty or something. Car yeah. uh, out of there by you know nine or something, and then just sit outside the the car rental place and do it there. Do it live. Yeah, or sit in the car. Yeah, wherever the, the reception's best, and then just get tickets. That way you're not going crazy about it when you're driving. I don't think that you want that on your mind. When you're driving, you got to pull over. Uh, you know, your reception yeah. could suck. You don't know. Uh, I, I would rather do that in a calm manner, you know? Yeah. I just don't want to be late for this. Okay, so logistically, let's think about this. So say, um, so with traffic, I mean, without traffic, mm-hmm. it takes five hours and 25 minutes. So if we left at... Okay. Um, so if I do it there, say it takes until 9.30 to get the tickets. Uh, if okay. we left at 9.30, then that'd be 10, 30, 11, 30, 12, 30, 1, 30, 2, 30, and let's Three. say, let, let's say another, another half hour for whatever, uh, pit stops and shit, and then another half hour for traffic or whatever. So that's, uh, that's, uh, uh, 10, 30, 11, 30, yeah, 12, so that's three thirty, right? So three thirty or so, and then the concert is okay. So that's without traffic, three thirty. But yeah. say there's traffic, could be four thirty. Uh, concert right. starts. Concert doors open at seven. Concerts at eight. Uh, I mean, I feel like four thirty is getting it kind of close. No, it is. It is. It, it is a little close, but I think it's. Not too bad. If you get to 4.30, worst case scenario, let's, let's put it at 5. Um, at 5, you, you check mm-hmm. in. You probably have enough. Yeah, probably have about 45 minutes to rest or get, and then you probably have to get prepared in half an hour. And then you got to get to the concert in half an hour. How, how far is it between the, the, the B&B and the concert? Is it far? That's a big deal. <laughs> the B&B. <laughs> the bread and breakfast? The bread, bread, and, bread and breakfast? The bed and, um, the bed and the, yeah. <laughs> The bed in the air and the breakfast. Uh, I don't know. Um, that's a good question. I don't know how far it is. I would imagine Portland's not that big, though. Yeah, I, I think that's a key uh, element there. But, I, you know, even, even if you get there latest at 5, it, yeah, it, it is a rush. I will admit it's a rush. Um, Unless know, we can just I, go straight. I mean, we could we could just go straight to the concert. You know, it, worse comes to worse. We could just do that, I guess. Uh, you'll be exhausted. You'll be uh, absolutely exhausted. You'll be tired. But but I, <laughs> you know? but I don't know. But I don't know about I don't know about Airbnbs and shit. I don't know about these Airbnb and uh, Bed Bath and Beyond, whatever the hell they call themselves. <laughs> uh, I don't know about them. 
Um, I know hotels all too well by this point, but I don't know. Well, here's uh, well, I mean, uh, I don't know. Is there a way to? I'm stressed. Yeah, you're. I'm stressed too now. Actually, I think if you could get there, maybe even as early as eight, and get the car and then get on the road, that makes more. That makes sense. But well, if that's, you can't that's do it, that's what I said. That's what I said. On I, the yeah, first you're thing. probably right. I, I, think, <laughs> I think you're actually right. Yeah, I think that makes more sense. If you can get on the road for at least half an hour, I think you'll be okay. <laughs> I think you'll, you'll have service. Um, uh, so who do you have to book it through? Is it through Ticketmaster or something like that? Yeah, I got to I got to So when I bought the bundle, they sent me the pre-sale code. So, yeah, yeah I would click through to the – Madison Square Garden date and then put the code in through the Ticketmaster. Oh, I hate um, that. I hate Ticketmaster. Of course, too, there's, you know, the, I mean, I, I I bought this shit so that I could have access to closer tickets. I would imagine it's going to be like the one I got in Philadelphia last year where the VIP shit was the first two rows. And, um, right. The, uh, and, and so probably maybe I could afford the second row. Um, which is what I did right. for Philly last year. Oh, oh, and I totally forgot. There's a whole other component of terror to this, uh, which what? is that um, there's so the, there's a guy who um, looks kind of like Brendan Urie and dresses like Brendan at panic shows and kinky boots and stuff. And I'm not sure if I told mm-hmm. you about him, but people call him people call him Mini Brendan. And when I, I did, uh, was at okay. So I gave him the t- the ticket that was next to me at Kinky Boots for the final day, front row center, that the idiot who paid $600 for it on StubHub didn't even come to the show. Um, but uh, at inter- intermission, I, uh, I I said, hey, you're Jamie, right? Do you, do you want this ticket? You know, I figure you deserve it. And, uh, and, and so now we're kind of friends. And so the oh. other day, um, the other day I, I – oh, he – what happened? He texted me after the shit uh, was announced and stuff, and he was like, yo, yo, you trying to go to the garden? And I was like, of course. And um, and then we talked about going um, together, him and and me and my uh, friends. And, uh, and the thing is, though, I feel even more pressure to get the VIP second row tickets or whatever because of him because – he would want to be close. He would want to be close so that Brendan would spot him and, and say right. something. So, so I feel even more pressure because of that. And then I feel even more pressure because, well, what if those first two rows go immediately? And then all we have are like the, the, um, the upper, not upper decks, but maybe it's like the 100 level or 200 level at the garden. And the seats are still decent, but they're not close enough that, Brendan would actually see him. Uh, so then that's a whole nother thing. So I texted him today and I tried to do it in a way that didn't sound like I was trying to blow him off. And I was just like, right. do it. I was like, if I can only get seats in the stands, do you still want me to get your ticket? Or did you want to like do some day of shit like you did last year where he went on seat geek right. or something and did it the day of and got real close on the floor. Um, so eventually he said, yeah, I'll, I'll find my own uh, way if you can't get uh, those seats, but I have faith in you or something. Um, oh, and uh, I, 
I, I said, I, you know, I, I have faith too, but I can't, you know, guarantee, no guarantees, obviously. Uh, so, uh, so that adds just a whole nother level of it because if he came, I was getting kind of like, if we went in the same group of people, I was getting kind of excited that, Oh, maybe I'll wear like a shiny blazer too. And, uh, we'll both have shiny blazers on pay homage (laughs) to Brendan. I I don't look like Brendan, but still I could get the shiny blazer on. (laughs) I think that's genius. You put a lot of pressure on yourself for this one. And this guy is just too much. What do you? What kind of price differential are we talking about between those seats that you want to get uh, closer versus the others that, uh, that are not as good? Um, let's see. Big? I can give. You, I think I can. I think I can give you the exact amount. Let's see. Um, uh, okay. So let's see. Let's see. Okay, so the the VIP prices, and I'm guessing yeah. I'm guessing it's just they say that they range between these two prices, but I bet you it's only these two prices. So the VIP it says okay. it ranges between a hundred sixty dollars and three hundred fifty dollars, but I bet you it's three hundred fifty for the first row, which is just fucking insane, and then a hundred sixty a hundred sixty for the second row, which is of course far more doable. So there's that. Right. Um, so, uh, right. To be up front like that, uh, uh, to be up front like that at the garden and stuff would be amazing. So that's see the 350 is the prices for the um, the VIP, and now I'm trying to find the oh, and then the price range for each tour date, just for the ticket. Um, is is twenty nine dollars and seventy five cents, or it, it's between twenty nine seventy five and sixty nine seventy five. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so you're so, talking about like a hundred dollar difference almost. Massive, so massive good? difference. Yeah, but massive difference, yeah. which which you know I'd be fine with. Uh. I'd be fine with, except for the, now I have this mini Brendan thing, which is adding a whole new level of pressure. I, well, I think you got to go all out. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to add to the pressure and the stress. Uh, you got a mini, mini yeah. Brendan. You can, you, can wear, you can wear the shiny suit as well. If you got mini Brendan yeah. and the shiny suit, you might get attention. You guys might get pulled on stage. You might, he might invite you over or something like that. I, I think you got to go all out here. <laughs> He wouldn't. He wouldn't do know. any of that. That's not his style. But there was there was one time when the last time I think he played the garden, uh, he, the only time he played the garden, he saw him. He saw Minnie Brendan, and he goes, "Is that me?" And he keeps on singing. He was like doing it. In the, he did it in the middle of a song. Uh. Anyway, we. Do you know what time it is? <laughs> it's the hot mess awards. It's hot fogarty. Yeah, but I gotta tell you, we lost the audio again because I I, I fucked up with the billing on the I, I put a uh, the credit card there was some situation with it, so we gotta oh it's a mess it's a mess it's a mess hey it's a mess 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 
Raw Talk Radio. And then I hit the button. Raw Q. Tom Fogarty. Raw Talk Radio. Now I pushed the one again and I was out of the queue. And I pushed the one and I was in the queue again. I was in the queue and I was out of the queue. I was in, oh, I was out. Shit. I was in, I was out. <laughs> I was in, I was out. Ooh, ooh. I'm in a hotel room in Virginia, just like the next door neighbors. I was in and I was out. Let's see what they're doing. Oh, in Virginia? I was in, I was out. Are you, are you, What's just happening? What are you doing? Are you, are, are, what are you oh, doing? What are you doing? Are you, are you, that's, that's the neighbors next door in the hotel. They're fucking. You are just, what, what, what are you spying on them? Here, here. Oh, damn. No, that cannot be your neighbor. <laughs> that's not your neighbor. That's the headboard. That's the headboard next door. Do you mean by your bang, adult bang. The TV? Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, man. Somebody's getting so up. Oh, shit. Uh, what, what, so what are you doing that's, in that's Virginia? The, that's yeah, the first time. What are you doing now. there? I'm airing out my punani. What's it to you? <laughs> 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 Who is your first hot mess here? And I'm airing out my punami. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to get away. You got, got that right. I'm trying to get, get away. away. Give it away, give it away, give it away, give it away now. No, why give it away? Ooh. You got to make some motherfuckers come and take it. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm learning how to do. That's what I'm learning how to do. I got a whole new game plan. That's right. Oh, yeah, what's that? That's right. I just went from bear to a polar bear. (laughs) (laughs) What does that mean? Uh, Oh, well, that brings me to my first. That brings me to the first hot mess. And that's all those yeah. fuckers. That's all those Craigslist fuckers that used to hit up on the personals. Ooh. You know they're gone, right? No, what do you mean? No, they're what, gone? what? They're gone? They're gone. There was a law enacted over the weekend that had to do with human sex trafficking, and in that they found outfits like Craigslist personals liable. So Craigslist oh, wow. to avoid. To avoid any kind of sex trafficking and prostitution charges, have pulled all the personals. If you go to the website oh, and you bring it up, the personals are still there. You hit personals, it still opens up casual romance, casual encounter, men seeking men, women seeking women, dogs seeking cats, uh, missed opportunities, <laughs> all, all that like shit that was listed. Then you open those I'm going up. In. And and then there's a disclaimer, and it has the name of the bill, the number of the bill, what it was, and then there's it's fabulous. At the very end of it, basically, Craigslist says, and for those millions of people that we brought together and helped hook up over the years, we thank you, and we hope to be back soon. Oh, oh man. So, so, yeah, what the fuck? There's just people all over the fucking world now who are so used to, like, you know, checking out Craigslist at, at lunch, 
like making a few dates, getting a few hookups Ooh. together for the night, job on the way home, you know, some nookie before work. Yeah, and there it is. I, I I pulled it up. They have a whole uh, message here. Congress yeah, read what it says. So-and-so. Blah, blah, blah. Con- U.S. Congress just passed so-and-so, seeking the subject websites to criminal and civil liability when third parties misuse online personals unlawfully. To the millions of spouses, partners, and couples who met through Craigslist, we wish you every happiness. Ooh. Yeah. Now, to begin with, I ain't never had no third party on Craigslist because it was pretty much one-to-one. I ain't into no threesomes and orgy shit, so I don't know where the hell this three-party person talks come from. Ooh. What about water sports? Nobody has time for a third party. I can barely get one party together. <laughs> um, right? We, we, can you... Can we yeah. can you click the home page click the home page on Craigslist? Just go to Craigslist.org and start reading that. Okay. Uh it says US, Canada, Europe, Asia, Pacific, Middle East, Oceania, Southern <laughs> America, Africa. US. Now go so down now. No, weeks, go down and hit personals. Alright, I'm going down. <laughs> he personals. did that already. No, he didn't. I'm going down, personal. Uh, yeah. They have, uh, and then what are all the categories? Seek, strictly platonic. Women seek women. Women seeking men. Men seeking women. Men seeking men. <laughs> Miscellaneous <laughs> romance. Casual encounters. Yeah, baby. That's what I like. Casual I'm encounters. I'm going casual. Yeah. Any tool yeah. or service can be misused. We can't take such risks without jeopardizing all our other services. So we are regretfully taking Craigslist personals offline. Hopefully we can bring them back someday. <laughs> yeah, but what does it say under for, for sale? Read under for sale. For sale. For sale. Antiques, appliances, arts and crafts, autos, <laughs> UTV, SNO. Auto you can still buy kids. shit, motherfucker. You just can't fuck shit. Baby kids, barter, beauty, yeah. bikes, boats, Baby kittens.
but he's got pictures in a gown, and he's saying he was stabbed in the stomach. Oh, my God. He's got to watch out. Yeah. Yeah. She might be a little crazy. Oh, my God. I think we knew that when we saw that Today Show performance. Yeah. <laughs> she might be a little crazy. No doubt. I sure hope so. And who is your final hot mess, Sirmine? I forgot now. Oh. I'm, so into, I'm so into the couple next door. Sounds like a oh, pig. No. It sounds like a train. Sounds like a pig. Sounds like a pig and a woman. A pig a and a woman. That cannot be yeah, real. Like a, that's probably a video. A pig, I think that's a video. A pig and a woman. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. A woman pig? Bestiality, no, a bro. pig. Like, like yeah, spider pig? Spider pig? Spider pig spider does pig. whatever a spider pig does. Spider pig wants. Don't you remember that? That was the best. That, that was, was, the, that no. was the best Simpsons episode ever. Simpsons. Oh. Spider pig. That was spider the pig. That was the Simpsons movie. That was the movie. Fogarty. It's still an episode, motherfucker. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going back to people that like me. Oh. <laughs> No, we like you. We like you. You love me long time, puppy? No doubt. <laughs> you um, love me long time. <laughs> so yeah, we have, uh, don't have the joke off music tonight, so Weeks, do you want to sing it? Sure. The best road to rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Hi. <laughs> let's uh, let's see. That put the Opie back in karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> the Steve Aoki in karaoke. Maybe. Um, I have an idea. We can we can sing we can sing along to this. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. Would not be right for you, may not be right for some. A man is born, he's a man of me, and alone come to. And I'm laughing at the A friend of me. Different strokes to take, different strokes to take. Different strokes to move the world, yes it does. Everybody's got a special kind of story. Everybody find a way to shine. It don't matter Ooh. that you got not a lot. Get all so up. what? You take his and you take yours and I take mine. And together we'll Ooh. be fine. You take different strokes to move the world. Different folks. Ooh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got a different kind of applause over there. That's true. A man sicko. That's not real. That's just not real. I want to join him. You should. Take the phone in there and join him. I think I will. Just, just break down that door. <laughs> I'll see if I can find him on Craigslist. 
will be in the wanted in the futon section this time. So yeah, I bet uh, Tinder and Grinder and Bigger City and Binder, Binder, Bear Force and <laughs> Funky Panda and all those sites are going to have Binder All those things are going to have a huge stick with no Craigslist. full of women. Well, I know that um, the Village Voice uh, had a huge scandal over that sex trafficking in uh John and Cindy, especially Cindy McCain, had a big uh, to-do over getting that shut down. Ah. Oh. Jeez. Piece of shit. You should be happy, Weeks. Weeks, you should be happy. I'm giving props to a Republican. Go. Yep, thank you. Go, go, McCain. Go, Republican. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. In an an interview, in an interview with 60 Minutes, Sunday, adult film star Stormy Daniels said she spanked the president using a Fortune magazine with his face on the cover, making this the only time Donald Trump has been able to literally kiss his own ass. Uh, uh, Do you know the creepiest thing of this whole affair? What? What's that? Both, both with Stormy and then with the McDonald woman or McDougal woman or whatever the fuck her name is, the play, <laughs> the playmate. Yeah. Was it no, said what? to both of them how they reminded him of his daughter? Oh yeah. Uh, how That's fucked up much. is that? That's a bit much. Ugh. 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 I don't know. I I kind of like. I like when like gay I like gay brothers doing porn together though. Yeah, that works for you. <laughs> <laughs> that works so, for you. In silence. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe it's because I'm an only child. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Skyler and Tyler, the Todd Salad twins. <laughs> a San Antonio teenager who had been missing told investigators she was hiding from her abusive parents because they threw hot oil on her for refusing to marry a man who offered her family $20,000. They should have thrown that hot oil on that commie pizza made. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God. (laughs) A Michigan man was arrested last week after calling CNN and telling an operator, I'm on my way right now to gun the fucking CNN cast down. I'm coming for you, CNN. I'm smarter than you, more powerful than you. I have more guns than you, more manpower. Your cast is about to be gunned down in a matter of hours. That man apparently thought he was watching a scripted drama. He was overweight, six foot three, had blonde hair, and was the president of the United States. (laughs) As I fondly called him, Scrotomotus. (laughs) He put the scrot in POTUS. 
Where where do you get that nickname? Oh, yeah, where did that come from? Stormy weren't so true. I love you. <laughs> Earlier this month, 37-year-old Boston attorney Jason Triplett saw a police car stuck in a snowbank while he was out with his friends at a bar dressed like Elsa from Frozen. Triplett left the bar to push the cop car all in his own while dressed as Elsa from Frozen, and that is the most normal news story you'll hear all week. And that was awesome. I meant to I meant to post that clip. That was so fucking fabulous. Yeah. Just a big old fucking drag queen out pushing the car in Boston. Pushing the police car. <laughs> and an attorney. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> that was too good. Okay. A driver later admitted to being on drugs was speeding when his car flew off a highway median and fell directly into the second floor of the Santa Ana Dental Office. Now, I've heard of trying to get out of going to the dentist, but that is... <laughs> hey, he thought he was back to the future. Looking for the flex capacity. <laughs> when you need to jump the canal instead of having a roof canal, <laughs> he crashed right into that dentist's office, second floor in the air. <laughs> yep. Earlier this month, Kyle Hughes, a college student at SUNY Buffalo, celebrated his team's win over Arizona in the NCAA tournament by diving through a folding table and prancing in the snow. That reminds me of when the Astros won the World Series and I jumped through my second-story glass window and treated my blood on the cement like a slip and slide. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> you must have looked like a bloody beached manatee. <laughs> <laughs> bloody beached manatee? That BBM. Okay, am I taking it home? Yeah, take us home. Okay. Netflix this week announced Gina Rodriguez has been tapped to play Carmen Sandiego in a live-action version of the 90s children's favorite. So that's where that fucking bitch has been all these years. <laughs> the best road? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, great one. This is a great one. Yeah, look at that brass section. Oh, yeah. child, things are going to get oh. easier. Oh, child, things are going to get better. <laughs> you got that one. Oh. I didn't think you had <laughs> I know that that's the that's like one of the only ones that stayed on the switchboard. Oh man. Okay, I'm gonna open I'm gonna see what they're doing. Uh-oh. Oh man. That's not real. That can that cannot be going on. That, that I don't believe it. I do not believe it. Oh, I believe it. Hey, you Sire, what do you think of the new? 
What do, what do you think of the new DA no. on SVU? Huh? What do you think of the new DA on SVU? I like him, but why aren't they on tonight? It's Wednesday night and they're not on. They're showing the fucking voice. Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea, but I think I think he sucks. I miss Barba. Barba. Well, you know who you know who he is. The interesting storyline that they did. What? No. He's he's oh, the yeah. the original. No, he's not. DA. He's the original DA's son. The original DA was Michael Moriarty. Back on the original, oh. before before Robinette and that whole gang. Oh. He uh-huh. was the original. And then he then he ended up taking over the whole thing was the storyline, and then he died, which is why they brought back the original, the next old guy. So like the very first episode, and he was talking to him like he was a son, and that's because he had seen him grown up, because he had worked with the Michael Moriarty character in the very first seasons. No. Yeah, so I like that storyline, and that's why they keep referring to you know couldn't have been the same actor as with twenty years no, ago. No, I'm saying I'm saying the original show. Yeah. His so-called dad was Michael Moriarty. Mm-hmm. Oh, And now he's the new D.A. Stone taking over since his father died in the first episode of this season. No. You're saying Michael, Michael Moore's his father? Michael Moore's his father? Michael Moriarty. <laughs> you looked up the original fucking Law & Order cast. <laughs> and now and, uh, it is in. <laughs> All right, Siren Main. Safe travels in the Virginias, man. Don't get captured. Oh, Take you it easy, man. <laughs> yep. Have a good night. Siren Main. I'm coming. I'll be right over. <laughs> I'm coming. I'm coming. That's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm coming. Oh, I'm coming. Uh Oh, Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He's too much. He's just too much. I I, I don't know why he thinks that playing audio clips like into a cell phone is uh, is entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love Tom Ford. He's, he's just a bit much. He's great. <laughs> essential, essential to the madness. But I really wanted you Absolutely. to just read the entire. I wanted you to read the entire Craigslist homepage. <laughs> I can't believe you guys even wanted that. I used to go look at the first one. I know one. that. Me too. I I think everyone does that. Like, you know, when when they have an erection sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> now, now you're going to be jacking off the couches. But you know on some, like, uh, porn, non-incest porn, 
horns. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. I'll look up. You know, they met on Craigslist or they met on Grinder or something. And and if they meet on Craigslist, I think there's something just so hot about it. But uh, but I've never done it myself. But I tell you, did I tell you that one time though? My my friend banged a tranny off Craigslist. No, dude. You, uh, I think it's called no. No, you kidding me, right? Really? What are you talking about, man? That's what we we talked about this like every episode when the show first started. You know this. Yeah, you told me about this. That's what I'm saying. Yes, I remember. <laughs> you told me about this. I remember that. Anyway, uh, apologies all around. Was, apologies to apologies. trannies all around. <laughs> Good kids. Oh, boy. Good kids. Yeah, and apparently and were, that's a very offensive word. So, so wait, uh, yeah. Are you going on this trip Friday? This Friday? Yes, this Friday. Oh, you're nuts. You're, you're too much. You're too, you're, too, you're too much. I thought you were excited yeah. about it. Now you don't like it? I'm, I'm, I'm very excited about it. I just don't know how you get that energy. I don't have any energy at the end of the week. I'm like a dead man. I, uh, that's good. That's good. I, you know, But you really got to get there early. And then that way uh, you can put a half an hour of driving <laughs> in and then they pull over and do, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I like that now you totally see it my way. Um, uh, but And then I was like, to, to B-Marsh, I was like, all right, or we leave at 7, or we leave the night before. And he's like, Jesus, no. <laughs> so, we'll, 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 so, yeah, so I'll try to leave, I guess, uh, Get the car. I'll try to get the car at eight. I'll call the car rental place tomorrow and just see if it's okay. I'll ask. The thing is, I can't change mm-hmm. the time on Priceline. I can't change the time on there, so I'll have to ask. Oh, do you think it'll be a car there at that time? And uh, <laughs> uh, I just hate making phone calls. You know, I hate fucking making phone calls. Oh, I hate them too. Um, I hate them too. I never, I never oh. make them. Yeah, I, I, I don't no. make phone calls anymore. I don't do it. No, me neither. No, and I hate calls. If if I'm listening to music in my headphones and all of a sudden it it pauses, I yeah. start having a panic attack. I, I start losing my fucking mind because I know somebody's trying to call me and I'm just so angry. Oh God! I agree. The other day, I agree. I was waiting. I was waiting for Rob Biederman to come meet me for lunch, and uh, oh my God, he he was so late. So, but he knew where I was. So he, he is texting me, he's running late, and it's, you know, it's not his fault, and the uh, transportation issues, which, by the way, happened last time as well. But he uh, kept on so, – so then, so then he calls me, and I'm, I'm in the restaurant, and I, like, I don't pick up because he fucking knows where I am. What the hell? I'm about to fucking see him. Why does he always call me right before I see him? And then, of course, he calls me again. And I pick up, and I'm like, hello. And, and he starts flipping out about the fucking Lyft driver, and say it took Fulton instead of Atlantic and stuff. And I'm just listening and listening and listening. And then I go, the only thing that could have made this, you being this late, worse is you calling me right now. And he said, well, you know, what am I, I I'm walking. What else am I going to do? I said, but I'm being rude to the people around, I'm being rude to the people around me at the mm-hmm. restaurant. And he says, oh, I'm sure they'll love to hear this. 
And I, 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 I cannot, I cannot do. Why does he always call me? Stop! I've, I've said so many times, stop fucking calling me, and he always calls me. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Especially when I'm about to I, see him. Bmars also. Bmars texts me about a million times. Anytime, like, oh, where are you? Anytime I'm about, about to, I'm about to fucking see you. Relax. We will uh, have the, the whole conversation and then not need to see each other. <laughs> I love it. I'm the same way. I just don't understand why people text or try to make a phone call. I mean, they're trying to excuse their behavior and they're trying to like, uh, I don't know what it is. It's like some kind of game where they they call you up and you know in a couple minutes they're going to be in the place anyways. Uh, it's, it's almost like they're yeah. they want to excuse their lateness by giving you a phone call, but just get there. You don't see them when they see them, right? I mean that's. Uh, uh, yeah. Some people, I, you just don't, I don't get them. I just don't. I don't like phone calls either. I get very nervous. Uh, the only time I get phone calls now are when I have to make a doctor's appointment or when I have to do an interview, like a telephonic interview. And so those are very two very uncomfortable phone calls. I just don't like the phone calls anymore. It's just like I, phone calls are never good. And, and when you get a phone call late at night, it's always bad, right? You know, it's always something bad going on. So I, I don't like phone calls. I, I text. <laughs> Even at work, yeah, me too. I told them I don't like. Uh, my team, I get I, I get a, a cell phone for, at work, and I just tell them, uh, don't call me. Give me a text. You can shoot me a text yeah. at 3 in the morning. I don't care. I don't like phone calls at 3 in the morning. Thank you. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Seriously, I hate, it's, I hate it's, phone calls. They're the worst. It just, it makes, well, it makes me, because I got to be on the phone at work. It makes me feel like I'm at work. So stop fucking calling me. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, so to close the loop on this situation with the tickets, um, if I can get the VIP tickets, then I get six tickets for including Mini Brendan and others. If I cannot get uh, the VIP front row, second row tickets, then I get mm-hmm. five tickets, I guess, and exclude Mini Brendan. But I feel very weird about the whole thing. I, I think it's stuck. You're really stuck with so many pendants and you know, you know, but not you're not just stuck. I mean, it's a good thing too because if you get, you know, the pretty good seats and you're with many Brandon and you got the the, the shiny suit, I mean, it's going to be a hell of an experience. This might be one of the best concert experiences of your life. You don't know the risk, <laughs> but you got to take it. Yeah. you got to take it. Do it. I, I know, but well, I I might I might not have control over whether you know I'll try and get the tickets as fast as I can, but it, the site's gonna crash and it's gonna be a mess. I know. Uh. <laughs> Your personal safety is much more important. So uh, if you can't get those tickets, don't worry. I mean, Mini Brandon will be okay. Don't worry. Uh, but Brandon, you, you, could, you Brandon. can always you can always is it Brendan? Brendan, right? Brendan. Yes. He's a Mormon. I can always he? what? He was. You can always get. You can always go to another concert. Uh, you know, with Mini Brendan. And uh, <laughs> what's with these Mormons? They're, they're taking over the world. Mitt Romney. You got Brendan. You got uh, the guy in Imagine Dragons. It's many of these Mormons. It's a lot of these Mormons here. Uh, yeah, I, I'm so happy Mitt Romney's taking over the world. I didn't. I didn't catch, catch the memo <laughs> on that one. <laughs> um, but you know what is weird about that is that Brendan, uh, and I think we we must have talked about this by now, but 
Uh, Brendan Urie uh, is the lead singer of a rock band called Panic at the Disco, and he is from Vegas and grew up Mormon. Brandon Flowers, similar name, uh, first yeah. name anyway, he is the lead singer of The Killers, a rock band, and from Vegas and grew up Mormon. And it's a little, it's, it's, there's a lot of um, similarities between the two. I think that there was some beef between them. There was some, like, one of them snubbed the other really? or something one time. Or, <clears throat> allegedly. But then Brendan does a cover of Mr. Brightside on, online, so I think it's fine now. Okay. Uh, I didn't know there was a Mormonic beef. There's, there's Mormon beef. I'm looking up famous Mormons. <laughs> Catherine Heigl's a Mormon? Glenn Beck is a Mormon? No. <laughs> that doesn't surprise uh, me. This is, this is, this is scary. There's a, lot of these, there's a lot of these damn Mormons out there. They're all over That's because we're going to end up on the planet Zoltan or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> have you ever been to Utah? I think we've got to get out, get out there to Utah. No, no good. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, have you ever been to Zoltan? Um, I have not been to Utah. Have you? No, I haven't. I, I want to go. I want to see the Mormons. <laughs> I mean, Donnie Osmonds. He's I, a Mormon. I, aren't they all? All those Osmonds, I think, are. Speaking of incest. All those Osmonds. All those <laughs> Gladys Knight is a Mormon? <laughs> That's a great line. What? Gladys Knight is a Mormon? Great line. Write that down. Can you say that again? Gladys Knight is a Mormon? <laughs> That's great. Oh, my God. Brandon Flowers looks kind of creepy, actually, uh, in one of these photos. I'm scared. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I don't really know much about what he looks like. I, I I don't focus on him so much. Uh, Harry right, Reid, so, um, the uh, senator. Yeah. Or the Mormon? or the or the electric or the acoustic uh, har- harmonica player. Um, <laughs> what is your what is your favorite scene? He's a man, man, future man. Ba bang, ba bang, 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 ba bang, ba bang. My favorite scene is she's a man, man, picture, bang, bang. It's got to be when Amanda Bates plays a gangster from Chicago. And here it goes. I'm going to tell you something. Somebody messes with me, I'm going to mess with them. Somebody steals from me, I'm going to steal it and say you stole. Not talk to them for spitting on the sidewalk, you understand? Now, I have done something to harm these people, but they are angered with me. So what do they do? They doctor up some income tax which they have no case to speak to me like, no, no, to harass a peaceful man. I pray to God if I ever had a grievance, I'd have a little more self-respect. <laughs> One more thing. You have an all-out prize fight. You wait until the fight is over. One guy is left standing. And that's how you know who won. And that's my favorite scene. She's the main man. She's the main man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. What's that? What's that from? Bugsy? No, no, it's close. It's from The Untouchables. Al Capone, Robert De Niro. Uh, hey, I. She's the main main, pretty main main main. 
I get the untouchable. I get the untouchable confused with. I get that confused with. I think I get untouchable confused with Avengers. Oh yeah, yeah I would too actually. It's, uh, but the, did you see Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, I, I, it was great. No good. You see it? Yeah, I, I liked it. Wakanda Forever. No good. But yeah, uh, I, I uh, uh, full disclosure, I did go after a um, uh, a workout session with uh, Frank, my fitness sponsor. And, um, and then I, uh, you know, I, I showered and then I biked over there and, uh, right. uh, during, and we, and we were at the Regal Battery Park, which has reclining seats. So inevitably, anytime oh. I have Frank in, on, a, on a Saturday morning, I'm going to have a come down. And unfortunately it happened during Black <laughs> Panther and I fell asleep. Um, but for part of it, uh, but it was the parts that I saw were great and it wasn't at all the movie's fault that I fell asleep. But after the movie was over um, and we're getting up out of our seats, B-Marsh was like, yo, my man fell asleep. And I said, oh, shit, you noticed? And I was like, was I snoring? And he said, just once, just once. <laughs> and I was like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, nah, nah, it's good, it's good. And then, and then he says, you smell, by the way. I said, what? He said, yeah, you, you, you smell. And I said, what are you talking about? I smell like what? And he said, oh, like, I don't know, ass was like, uh, and, and uh, I, I said, what are you talking about, man? What is, nobody's ever said I smell before. And he, and then he's like, unless it's me, maybe it's me. Is it me? Is it me? And then he goes and he like smells, uh, smells my clothes. And then I go and smell and I was like, oh shit, my jeans. And he was like, yeah, just maybe throw the jeans in the wash. And he goes, I only say this because you never smell. So that's why I say it. Um, but it was a traumatic week. I took like five showers that day. This is the same fellow you're going on a road trip with this Friday? This is going to be awful. I'm going to shower like eight times before I leave in the morning on Friday. <laughs> That's more than I've ever showered in my whole life. <laughs> I, know. I know. Well, I mean, you're the first person I thought of when he said that. I was like, I'm weak. I've turned into weak. You start voting for reality TV stars as president. <laughs> back an oldie but a goodie for this one and okay. uh okay. my favorite scene and she's a main main feature Amanda Bynes main is when Amanda Bynes plays an old mine um and uh her name is Warren Schmidt and uh it's in the movie uh she's a main main feature Amanda Bynes main uh colon about Schmidt and uh it goes like this hang on a second it goes <laughs> let, me, okay. let me wet my palate okay Don't you love that silence? Or as Matchbox 20 would say, if you've never heard the silence, it's a god-awful sound. <laughs> I like that. I like All that. right, my favorite scene is she's a main man. She's a man of main man. Dear Lindugal, 
you'll be glad to know that Jeannie's wedding came off without a hitch. Right now, she and Randall <laughs> are on their way to sunny Orlando, on my nickel, of course. As for me, headed back to Omaha. I'm driving straight through this time, and I've made only one stop. The impressive new arch over the interstate at Tierney, Nebraska. An arch that commemorates courage and determination of the pioneers who crossed the state on their way west. Really got to uh, see it, to believe it, and it kind of got me thinking. Looking at all the history and reflecting on the achievements of people long ago kind of put things into perspective. My trip to Denver, for instance, is so insignificant compared to the journeys that others have taken, the bravery that they've shown, the hardships they've endured. I know we're all pretty small, and the, the most you can hope for is to make some kind of difference. But what kind of difference have I made? What in the world is better because of me? When I was out in Denver, I tried to do the right thing. Tried to convince Jeannie she was making a big mistake. But I failed. Now she's married to that nincompoop, and there's nothing I can do about it. I am weak, and I am a failure. There's just no getting around it. Relatively soon, I will die. Maybe in 20 years, maybe tomorrow. Doesn't matter. Once I am dead and everyone know who knew me dies too, it'll be as though I never existed. What difference has my life made to anyone? None that I can think of. None at all. Fine with you. Yours truly, Warren Smith. And that's my favorite thing. It sees the mind, mind, he's remained to bind my mind, bind. Wow. Seriously, I, was, I didn't even feel like I was uh, listening to a I felt like I was watching a movie. I thought it was pretty, that was damn good. I like that. Uh, that was good. I mean, that was uh, serious. Was, was my impression that bad that you had no idea who I was doing? I think I know who you're doing, right? It was, uh, isn't, that, isn't, that, isn't that about Schmidt or something? Is that, is, am I right about that or not? Am I, am I, am I right or not? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but yes, it was about Schmidt, but what voice was I doing instead of Jack Nicholson? That was definitely Obama, right? Okay, all right, good. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course I, I knew that was I didn't realize. Of course. I didn't realize how self deprecating the. the I didn't realize how uh, insulting the letter would turn into. Otherwise, I wouldn't have done it as Obama uh, to give you, you know, fuel your fire. Uh, best, but I think that's the, one of the best impressions of Obama I ever heard. I just, nobody can do it, to be honest with you. But I think that was the closest what? thing ever. It's nah, um, no, who? Please tell me who. Who? Nobody. Uh, what's yeah, you're what's right. his nobody. name? What's, no, what's his who? name? He was on Jay Farrow from Saturday Night Live. Ooh. Jay Jay Farrow, bro. Jay Farrow does the best uh, Obama. Uh, I think you beat him. See the problem. The problem with my Obama is just I only really know how to do kind of one intonation, and it's hard to talk that way the whole time. I need to really study it more, focus focus on it more, and and I, you know one one of these days maybe 
maybe people will, maybe these impressions I'll put to use somehow. But uh, so far, uh, they don't do shit for me. <laughs> it was good. I'm telling you, it was good. I liked it. I liked it. That's one of my favorites. I liked it. <laughs> Thank you. Do you, do, you, yeah. do you have any further business before we uh, depart? No business, but I do wish you the best of luck and a good time during the weekend. I want to hear all about it uh, in the future, and uh, have a good time. Relax. Take it easy. Enjoy the concert. Drive safely. Uh, why is it always you driving? I mean, you drove me around, and I'm going to get my stupid top, and now you're driving around to this concert. Why is it always you doing the work here? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I didn't say that I was driving. I am, but I didn't really say I was driving. Well, the thing is, the um, – uh, the, my credit card, if I book the rental car on my credit card, the credit card covers the car insurance. So that's right. kind of why I keep driving. Um, and so uh, I, was, I told Marsh, I was like, you know, we could switch at some point, but when we crash, we're going to have to jump. So when we crash, <laughs> yeah. you got to jump into each other's seats so that they think it's me who crashed the car instead of you. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you can do that. That's fine. So good. <laughs> yeah, you like how I say when instead of if. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be fine. I want to hear all about it. It's gonna be a good time. Go bleachers. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my. Didn't even get. Didn't even get to the whole. Uh, uh, Lewis Black thing. We'll have to get to that next next time because there's no time tonight. You didn't say anything um, about it. <laughs> I know. I got a. I got it all written down. It'll be fresh in my mind in two weeks when we do this again. All right. Okay. All right. I will. I will say one thing about it though. The the one part where I kind of became part of the show was he was um talking. He was talking about all the people who have left the White House. And he was like, and then you have, you know, this guy this week. And, uh, oh, what was her name last week? Oh, God, I can't. And I, I was in the front, and I yelled out, um, Hope Hicks. And he goes, right. oh, no, not Hope Hicks. Not Hope Hicks, but sure, why not? Just everyone pick their favorite. <laughs> Yell out their favorite, and then we can all go home after we've all put them all together because they're all, you know, they all leave. So he's like, and so I, in that moment, I was kind of a part of the show, and it was, uh, it was fun. He, and, he, and he said, sure, whatever. Pick any one of them. <laughs> he turned my trying cool. to help him. Yeah, he, he turned my trying to help him into another joke, which was so funny. See, that's pretty cool. I, you know, that's awesome, I think. I've never done that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to help him. I wasn't trying to heckle him. I did I did go to a stand-up show on Thursday um, where it was the writers of The Daily Show who were doing a stand-up and some of their friends. And the people behind us were such cunts um, and mm-hmm. uh, we just would not stop, like, heckling and stuff. And it totally threw some of the comedians off. And it was uh, – and so one of the comedians started to chant, shut the – Fuck up. Shut the fuck up. And uh, another one, it totally threw him off. And he just, like, stood there in silence and said that he was going to do that the rest of the time as punishment. But then he, like, and I could tell that he was stalling because he totally lost his train of thought and didn't know what he was going to say next. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but then he eventually got back to it. But, uh very annoying people. Very annoying people. I just I, hate I never understood heckling. I, I, what is the heckling for and about? I don't get it. 
What is that much of a I don't troll? Know. You got to go there to heckle. I just don't get the purpose of it. It's pathetic. It makes no sense. People, they think that they're, you know, they think they're part of the conversation. So, oh, some lady at the end of the show, Louis Black was saying, uh, uh, and then he tweets these things, and you know, and then this woman in the front goes, oh, it's just isn't it? And then he looks down and goes, uh, well, it, 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 it's not a town hall, but. Uh, yes, I know what you mean. And, and the lady keeps on talking to him as if they're just having a conversation. And the guy next to her turned and said, just let him do his act. It's not a conversation. And then some idiot behind us started yelling out shit, too. Um, and I, I realized, I, I was thinking about it, and I was like, I've never been to a, a Lewis Black show where this has happened before. And then I realized where we were. It was at City Winery. So I bet you that these assholes were hammered off their asses yeah, on wine, and they were yeah, wine yeah. drunk and fucking around because of that shit. They're so disrespectful. I mean, mm. they could have screwed them up bad, you know, badly. It, you know, just, as a performer, I don't know how I would deal with that. I'd go ape shit on people. That's not... Oh, he <laughs> and did. people paid to he, see he, him he, and hear him. Yeah. Um, and... There, there's this one guy. Oh, he came out and he started talking about the first thing he talked about was how water bottles have plastic in them, and that was the news that came out that day. And I guess nobody really reacted to it. So later in the night, um, and he said, "You guys didn't even know about the fucking water bottles." And then this guy to uh, his stage left area uh, yelled out, "I knew!" And Lewis Black turned to his left and goes, "No, you didn't. No, you didn't know. Because if you knew, you would have responded." <laughs> and, and then he he carried on with his act, and then about a minute later he goes, uh, "I may have lost my mind a moment ago, and for that I apologize." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I got I got to respect him. He's great. He's one of the greats. <laughs> yeah, and and you have that clip forever. I know, and I owe that all to you. I appreciate it, my friend. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. All right, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. Somebody owes me a martini. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that fucking bitch? You're going to go out, go to a concert in Maine. You're going to see, first of all, you're going to see Panic at the Disco. You're going to see The Killers. And then you're going to see Imagine Dragons. And then you're going to see the one and the only, Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight is a Mormon? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, what the hell? What the hell? 